I'm not allowed to do Q&As anymore because the last time I was at a festival and I had a movie, someone asked me a question and I was like, I'm going to, I was like super drunk. I was like falling over. I was like, I'm not going to answer that question. But there are those two filmmakers that made the really good movies in this program. And I have so many questions for them. Are they here? And they weren't huh. even fucking there. I just looked like a dick. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You should do a what not to do at a Q&A. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to Respectful Us Presents, Michael McCarthy Presents, Where's Pablo, a podcast about film and music that operates in conjunction with Michael McCarthy Presents Short Film Nights at Club Bahia. The next show is on May 22nd, and we're going to be showcasing a bunch of stuff. I'm Stephen A. Soria. Today, I'm joined by a trio of filmmakers who uh, have several film festival-selected shorts, countless awards, and my respect. Ryan, <laughs> Bianca, LP, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having us. Thank you. So the first thing that I'm gonna do is, um, I got a note from a mutual friend of ours named John Strelick that says that he can't associate the names to the voices. So what I'm gonna ask you guys to do is I'm gonna ask you guys to introduce yourselves individually, talk about the film that we're gonna show on May 22nd at the Club Bahia show, and then I want you guys to list the top three things that you fucking hate about John Strelick. Oh, All right. Easy. Oh. Cool. So, um, LP, you want to start? <clears throat> you wanna... Sure. Uh, my name's LP, and I uh, submitted the film Moonlight Sonata Big Deal. And the three things I hate about John Strelick? Easy? I, I mean... <laughs> you don't really have to. Uh, well, his talent. I probably hate that. <laughs> yep. Yep. His hair is nicer than mine. Hey, yep. And I really hate how, like, um, he's very supportive and positive and... Ugh, so, ugh, disgusting. It is disgusting. All the time. Always congrats. Yeah. As a anything. poster artist. Yeah. <laughs> poster artist. Good at everything. Yeah. I'm a little... It's a... Uh, can paint anything. Can paint, yeah. Can draw anything. It's a real bummer. But I could go on and on. Okay. Bianca? Hello, my name's Bianca. That's, no, that's all I do. Why don't you do your full name, and then so people can Google you and find out about all the heinous shit that you've done. That's true, you just find a bunch of newbies. My name is Bianca Armbruster, and I wrote and directed Behind Closed Doors. And uh, do we need, you want us to give us a description of that? Sure, uh, yeah, sure, yeah, do it. I mean, we're, we're gonna talk more about the films individually as we go, but let's, yeah, if you want to. I was gonna joke and be like, in a world behind closed doors where doors are closed, true. you'll find a couple in love Ooh. Ooh. for many years no. where they're bored <laughs> but still love each other and they get too comfortable and you have to romanticize yourself when you're alone and it gets pretty dirty. <laughs> That's and uh, things I hate about John Strelick is John Strelick, John Strelick, John Strelick. Oh, yeah. yeah, lovely. All well of said. Them, all of them. Well said. Johnson. Um, hey, my name is Ryan Francis Johnson. Um, I the film that I'm showing, I believe, uh, is called Roach. I think we're showing that yeah, film. So. If not, there's another film called Such a Nice Car We Have that we 
we're going to show one of them. I don't know which one. It's, pro- it's probably going to be Roach. Incredibly non-committal. But um, yeah, I wrote and directed uh, this movie called Roach, and uh, I'll stick with that one for now. Um, and it's pretty much just about a guy who searches for a cockroach in his kitchen and kind of has like an existential meltdown while doing it. Um, and three things that I hate about John are I hate how much time that we spend together talking about filmmaking and life. That's like that's a good three things. That's just yeah. Let's just, just like it encompasses all three yeah. things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So going to um, the films. Okay, so let's talk about the impetus and catalysts of what inspired you guys to do the films and shit like that. Got it. Shit yeah. like that. Shit like that. All right, Moonlight, so not a big deal. Uh, I was inspired initially because I got into a fight with a friend and I wanted to, like, I was very angry. Well, the I, movie's about, like, couple fights. Yeah, but I... Was it, a, it was it a fight with, like, a friend? It was originally a fight with a friend, okay. but it made it easier to just make it couple yeah. fights. Cause, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Cause you, know how to work with, you, know, you know how to work your audience. Yeah. Like, a, like, a, like an expert masseuse. <laughs> Yeah, maybe, maybe. But initially, I just for sure just wanted to smash a bunch of shit with anybody that wanted to smash shit. And I pitched the idea to my DP, Pierre, and he was like, cool. And so we went from there. Um, I wanted to make it about couples fights because that seems the most, um, uh, it just seemed the easiest, I guess, to obtain. Like, I understand, I mean, I've been in a relationship for like six years now, so like, I was like, what could I fight about? And I thought of like 10 things. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah, easy. Yeah. That's the easy part. Um, and I just wanted to show how most arguments that get kind of uh, carried away are uh, not that big of a deal. And we kind of just like fall into this hole that's completely a miscommunication. And it's just we're not listening and we're not hearing and we're not being heard and we're not felt like we're being heard. And so if we could all just like, slow down and like actually listen to what the person's trying to say and and we probably wouldn't it's not that big of a deal that's cool yeah that's Mm -hmm. awesome bianca do you want to talk about behind closed doors a little bit yeah uh i first was it was for a competition we had to have the opening line uh i'll take whatever you got and larissa was doing the competition and nathan was doing the competition as well it was a woman in comedy festival. Oh, cool. cool. Yeah. Which you guys just came back from. Yeah, we did it again. Did which it again. you guys like. Which there is a one. LP, like you fucking. LP. LP. She won a bunch of fucking yes. awards for it. That's yes. fucking amazing. It was awesome. And so, yeah. Uh, it was pretty much Larissa like, just write something, just write something. Look at your notes. I know you wrote something down mm-hmm. that you thought was funny. And uh, yeah, I wrote something down, based it off of my long-term relationship with no one in this room. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's Ryan. <laughs> and uh, I was uh, making fun of what a trash human I was. Um, and... Uh, just the long-term relationship and how comfortable you are with your significant other, especially behind closed doors. Um, and I just love the relationship of that, the communication between the two. And then still, when you have your alone time, how you still romance yourself in very self-deprecating, uh, <laughs> gross ways that you don't want anyone to see. And sometimes uh, your significant, significant others see that. Um, so I just wanted to make light of it. That's amazing. Ryan, what do you have for uh, Roach? Roach. Um, 
Yeah, the inspiration came from um, just living in the house we were living in, um, had a lot of roaches in it. Um, well, it wasn't a lot of roaches, but it was like a couple roaches. Um, and that was my first experience living in a house where like cockroaches would invade. And so I just thought it would just be really funny or interesting to make something that was about a person just like trying to catch these roaches or trying to catch a roach that he saw in his kitchen and he's just like searching for it and just kind of like talking to it while he's trying to find it and as he's doing that he sort of like melts down and has this weird like existential crisis while doing that and that just all kind of came to me um, when I thought of the concept and I thought that would just be really interesting and, and funny to do and um the guy who's in it, um, his name's Dylan Worth. He's a, a roommate of ours, and he's an amazing actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a great actor, mm-hmm. and I, I, we'd never worked together. And we had talked about wanting to do something together, and when I was writing it, I thought like, oh, I think he would be perfect for this, and I started to write it kind of in his voice and what I imagined he would say and how he would act and what he would do, and it just sort of like naturally unfolded from there. So you guys like um, obviously know each other and our friends and are pretty intimate. Um, as a like stagnant bog, no, cesspool, mm-hmm. as a pond, as a petri dish mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. creative genius, do you guys find that you guys often pull from what you guys are uh, observing and witnessing the other, like the other people like the other roommates like go through and stuff is that how you guys end up writing stuff or or are you guys constantly riffing and working on fiction shit i feel like some of it's personal story i I mean i know that we always joke about like life rights because it's based like subtly based of like an experience we've had together Um, my last film that I just played at the Women in Comedy Festival definitely is based off of a real experience between Bianca and I. Is that, is that Bed Headlines? Uh-huh. Yeah. Bed Headlines, which is um, screening at Femme a la Femme. Correct. May which 15th. is another, which on May 15th, which is another Michael McCarthy oh. thing. Okay, cool. So that's So about. like a mixture, yeah, yeah. Like that was definitely inspired by an event or like a thing that we went through. And then... I guess I'm trying to remember anything else. I mean, we definitely communicate between uh, all of us as roommates and like are constantly um, asking like, what do you think about this idea? Or how does this like, is there anything you have ideas wise based on this? Or do you think this is a good enough idea to write out? So it's, it's definitely nice to have. I think that's amazing. Like, do you guys, uh, is it like a writer's room or is it like just... like that. We uh, do have writer's meetings. Uh, They haven't happened very often lately, but like, it's definitely like, oh, hey, how are you this morning? Oh, yeah, I'm working on this thing. It's about you. Can I write? Yeah, I was like, (laughs) can you check this out? And then, yeah. yeah, I've been to you guys' like community table reads. Those Mm -hmm. are really cool. Mm -hmm. It's it's cool that you guys are like constantly trying to cultivate a community of um, filmmaking, which is what I think Michael McCarthy's trying to do with his fucking nuts. So, okay. Um, I don't know. I feel like Ryan's more of a fictional-based personal story, right? Yeah, a little... um, Yeah, a little bit. I think... Well, I think another thing that we feed off of is um, we just kind of get inspired by each other making things and sort of being like, oh, like... Like, Lars just shot something, and, like, now it kind of makes me want to, like, get, jump in there and, like, make my get my own thing going. And I think we kind of feed off each other's sort of, like, 
energies in that way and sort of each other's like productivity where it's like oh you just made a movie and now like I want to make my thing um so oh, that's, absolutely yeah that's something mm-hmm. that's that's cool and I think and then I think like style like a, a film that I made before this um was inspired by those writers meetings and mm-hmm. it was sort of a comedy thing and I'd never made a comedy thing before but it was I think I was inspired by you know you guys were taking a lot of like improv classes and doing a lot of like sketch comedy things and then it kind of made me inspired to be like oh I kind of want to make something like that and so that I went ahead and tried to make like my version of like a comedy thing and but it was because you guys were like getting into the comedy thing and like doing improv all the time and like trying to write sketches and things like that mm-hmm. so I think we just kind of feed off of like what the other people are doing but kind of like do our own thing with it definitely yeah. like it's it's inspiring to see how specific Ryan wants his films to be and how exactly he knows what shot is where and how and then when he does a shot like that makes me go oh I should slow down and like really think about what I'm doing because I kind of like speed through some of my sketches and same with Bianca I'm like wow she just writes exactly what she finds funny and like that's so inspiring because like I find it hilarious like I think I think she goes based off instinct which is really beautiful and so I'm like trying to mimic these pe- oh. <laughs> really turn it I just think it's really cool to see it so closely and then just be like I need to work on that and like really like make a point with my movies or make them just a little bit better instead of just being like eh, it's good enough to screen we're fine type of vibe yeah. you know what, what what's the greatest difference that you guys have noticed about each other's filmmaking that you guys like like, cause so if if you're meticulous, then what are you guys? I'm still figuring that out in myself, to be honest. Like, cause that's not typically my vibe. That's not what I would like. Comedy and uh, quick improvised stuff wasn't what I did in film school. I did like serious, dramatic, very composed shots, very artsy. Um, but I think also a little bit of like the meeting and being befriending improv actors and being part of that scene and then. Uh, being around just some great comedic people and uh, just wanting to play and just even being scrappy with it and just shooting something was be- really fun and beautiful, not being so like controlled over something and wanting it to, it to, be, to be perfect and just letting that go and just playing with it. And then it comes out and you're re- really proud of it. And, with, and it's hugely collaborative. And that's what's mm-hmm. so beautiful about it. It's not like, I'm an auteur. This is what how it has to be. It's like everybody puts in this stuff and it's just everyone's you know product. I think you see that. I think you see that in the evolution of the stuff that you've done. Like, um, I just saw Bubblegum Bitch. Yeah. And like that felt so loose. Oh, but we, yeah, it was still so entertaining in contrast to Behind Closed Doors, which is like, which is, which feels like a very different film. Mm-hmm. But um, back to our differences, yeah. I really liked that point. I do think that we all each have a very different voice, which is really cool. And like things that we each care about a little bit more than the other. I know that Bianca cares heavily about her set decoration and like costuming and colors and what the colors represent and like everything on the walls, like really putting in the effort with that. And then Ryan likes to keep it small and like specific, like I said, and like, um, I don't know what's nice is you don't get muddled by advice, like people overstepping and giving too much advice where I'm like, I like 
lean into it. And I'm like, you think that's you not value funny? Notes. Yeah, I'm like, is it not funny? Should I change? I'll change it instead of like going, I don't know. It's just really interesting. Johnson, you got anything for that? Oh, uh, no. I think the only thing I was just going to throw in was, um, yeah, I think specifically with, for me, like a, a thing that I struggle with at times is like being like turnover and like making things quit. I feel like I take too long in between projects or I take too long to kind of like finish something or edit something and, and that whole process whereas I feel like LP specifically and, and Bianca you guys have sort of been making things recently and doing it like quicker and like getting things turned over and like just m shooting stuff and finishing it and making it and then moving on to the next thing and you've sort of amassed a, a bigger body of work in a shorter amount of time which I think is cool and inspiring and that's something that like I'm picking up on and like trying to do and like inspired to do more of and so I think that that helps me in a lot of ways to see that because if it's if I'm left to my own devices it's like I'll just like take fucking forever on like a thing mm -hmm. and so but it's cool to kind of have have you guys like be like over in your room or in your corner like doing something like quickly and like finishing it and then like moving on to the next one you know and mm -hmm. I, I, it's something that I'm trying to like implement into my own process do you guys enjoy you, you guys don't have to go on any extreme spectrum of either but like how do you guys do you guys feel more motivated or less motivated or do you guys not give a fuck about the parameters of like um, contest filmmaking I really like them. They help me definitely like sit down and actually make something. However, I will say like 48 hour film, I, like I'm not too interested in like yeah. staying up for two days straight to make like an okay film that isn't gonna go anywhere past the 48 hours. Yeah. Like I think it's I think it's much more inspiring for a film festival to be like, like what uh, you got two months. Here's your line. Submit on this date. Like that's it. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's not like, how fast can you do it? Because I don't think that really helps us as filmmakers. I mean, it does inspire us and get us out of our rooms and stuff, but I think what's more beautiful is just being like, we want you to make your best possible version of this with these little rules to see how creative you can be, but we're not going to make you stay up for five days straight and yeah. or four or two, whatever, to make these films. I mean, don't call out the institution's like specifically right. or anything like that but do you guys I mean like is there a line that you guys draw when um, the gauntlet is fucking thrown down do you guys do you guys go like no I'm not gonna fucking do that like I have like you you're gonna give me 24 hours to fucking make a movie I absolutely refuse to do that I want to say that I have the strength to say no, but I don't. Because I've been in that situation where I've said yes, and then I'm like, well, I'm in it, and I have to finish it, and we're going to do it, and it's going to be good. Um, and it was a good experience, but at the same time, it was like, well, I'm going to say no next time. Um, just with those really small parameters. Was was Bubblegum Bitch for like a... That was for a competition, oh, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, I'm... Both of my films that I've made was for that Women in Comedy Festival that had the opening line that we needed. So I'm grateful for that festival because it kicked my ass to just like make something. You Here's have, a line. You have, you have, like, now you have like two movies. Yeah, thank like, God yeah. for it. Because, uh, you know, I've been, you know, trying to write my stuff on the side, but nothing's ever perfect or good enough. And, and no, it's just this. It's like, oh, it has to be five minutes long. Okay. Uh, you know, it has to have this line. And then you just fill in the gaps. And then, uh, it, the deadline's great, so you can't nitpick at the edit. 
um, which everyone would do forever if yeah. they could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you just have to give it away, and you're just like, I can't do anything about it. And uh, that was Bubblegum Bitch. I edited it in one day, and it was unfinished, had no credits, and then it was accepted. Like, what, was, we got, out of 400 films, yeah. we were two of the five selected. Oh, that's cool. It was awesome. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I was just, I'm grateful for these, because they kind of give me that scheduling and kick my ass into gear. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Show that stuff. How important is it to be as sincere and honest and truthful to what's going on in your movies when you are making a movie? Like, how important is that to you? Well, for me, it was important because I wanted to, you know, sh- make a movie about a woman's perspective and allow a woman to be gross but funny um, and not overly sexualized. Um, and just uncomfortable, uh, uh, comfortable in their space. Um, and I, I wanted it to be relatable, so I did use, you know, parts of my own trash human life. What I love about Moonlight's not a big deal. What I love about that is it makes an argument for an ensemble piece mm-hmm. in a short. How did you end up kind of figuring out how the narrative was going to be amongst like how many is it? Four couples. It's like yeah, four ten or five people. Ten people yeah. total. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. So, so how did you, how did you figure, how did you navigate that shit? I, oh, hmm, how did I do that? I was really tired. So. You're <laughs> <laughs> tired now because well, I think, because I think that's incredibly difficult. Like it's a testament to your talent mm-hmm. that you were able to do an ensemble piece that it, uh, emotionally effectively works, mm-hmm. and. Because not, not a lot of people can do that. It's impossible. Right. It, like it's, it's 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 for all intents and purposes kind of impossible. Well, thank you. And no, fuck you. But yeah, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you too. Uh, honestly, uh, I think I wasn't thinking of it that way. I really have too many friends who are actors that are too talented. And like my excuse was like, how can I get all of my yeah. talented friends in a film together? Because I feel too guilty if I like make a film with just a couple of people. I'm like. But I really wanted to put Natalie and John in a film. Like, so I'm like, how can I get them, like, Ricardo, Gar, and uh, Chad, Dills, and Reese, and, uh-oh, I'm definitely missing a couple. Is it me and Ricardo? Jenny. Jenny and Paul. Like, oh, I always miss one. But, like, I, they're all so fucking talented that I was like, all right, how can I do it? And then I just divided it up time-wise by the minute. Like, what gives us time to rest and also time to eat lunch, and how can I divide this by the minute that we're shooting them for an hour, uh, them for an hour, them for an hour with 30 minutes in between each couple, and then the smashing stuff. Everyone's in the back room, and I'm basically like sending people in. They have 15 minutes each to smash something. Like, <laughs> uh, it's, 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 fucking, it's great, dude. Yeah, they're just also, ta- I just, like, honestly, it wasn't trying to be an ensemble piece. I just have too many talented friends that I was really excited to put in films. That's that's, yeah, dude, fucking more power to you. Yeah. that's really cool. Um, so Johnson about Roach, fuck, yes. r- fuck Roach, dude. I'm not gonna ask you questions about Roach. What I would do, what I do want to ask you questions about is, uh, uh, is 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 the car movie, mm. because it's it's, but it feels like a feature that you were able to squeeze into fucking, like what is it, like 18 minutes? Yeah, yeah. So. How, what was the process in creating something that was like so obscurely, like weirdly surrealist and existential 
while 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 simultaneously being accessible. Mm. Um. Okay, so for this, so such a nice car we have. The other film that may or may not show. Um, probably won't. But yeah, yeah, probably won't. Let's but, talk about it anyway. Well, you'll find it somewhere. We um, can do whatever we fucking want here. <laughs> that film I made. Um, because I, I just I really wanted to make a movie that took place in the desert because I really like. Where, 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 which desert did you shoot in? Um, I actually don't know the name of it. It's called. It was an area called. Uh, it was out by Palm Springs, so just a couple hours east of uh, L.A. And it's like it's called Desert Center. Was sort of like the the area. Cool. Um, yeah, it was called Desert Center. Um, but yeah, I just really wanted to make a film that that took place in the desert because um, I just I, I like the desert. I think it's an interesting, weird place. And I a just, lot of bodies buried in the true. desert. And I, it, yeah, it's just it, I get this weird vibe when I'm out there. It's like this very like sort of creepy, dreamlike, surreal um, feeling that I get when I'm there. So I was like, I want to make something that that takes place there. Um, but yeah, in terms of this this. How to the story and everything. It, it sort of just started with it started with that, and then it started with this idea of like these two guys just in the desert, and we don't know why they're there. And one of them is like sort of kind of freaking out about it, and is sort of like just like yeah, freaking out about like what what they're gonna do and how they're gonna get out of the situation. And then the other guy who's with them is kind of the exact opposite, and is just very chill and zen about the whole thing and is like dude just chill out man it'll be fine we'll just we'll just take the car man it's fine and then like there's no but there's no car there so it's like what the fuck is he talking about and it's sort of like i I got that idea in my head and i just thought like that's interesting i want to i like that situation i like these guys i like this dynamic i like how weird this feels i'm just gonna explore that and follow that and then i started there and that's kind of like what the opening scene of the of the movie is and then I just followed the characters and like just saw what they were doing and just saw like where they would take me. And I, I didn't try to over intellectualize it or overthink it too much. I just sort of like just followed like my intuition with it and just like yeah, just kind of followed it to its logical conclusion place or just wanted to explore that and I wanted it to feel very kind of dreamlike and stream of consciousness. And that was sort of like the the inspiration for it. And that's kind of just that was the thread that I followed. Is Strelick an apparition? I don't know, man. Because I want to know. Okay. All right. I don't whatever. know. Do it. Be that he's, guy. He's whatever. Be that guy that doesn't give me the answers. It's it's whatever cool. you want it to be. In in situations like in in the visual aesthetic and the approach visually, um, behind closed doors to bubblegum bitch are very different. How important is to the three of you? to have the auteurship, to have your signature on something, or to be somebody like a Hal Ashby filmmaker who never makes the same movie twice. Hmm. Well, in regards to Bubblegum Bitch and Behind Closed Doors, and this is where I've come to the point of like, yeah, what what is my style? What is my auteurship in a way? And it became this point where I realized like, okay, now I wanna be like Ryan, where I'm gonna just focus uh, and, and really work on my shot selection and not scramble rush through it. On, on which one? Uh, well, both of them I did rush because it was for a competition, yeah. you know, and there are the set guidelines. But I, I would love to make something where I can... I love visuals and I love symbolism and I would like to fully, like, compose that and 
that's more I feel like was my style like in film school and then now I was really just doing it fast and not knowing if it would even get in anywhere but doing it just so I couldn't let myself doubt stop me from doing it nowadays because it's like because with streaming there's so much pressure to constantly be putting out yeah. content you know yeah so that's really interesting yeah yeah and i only got back into writing and directing like a year and a half ago i was a what yeah i was a freelance production designer and costume designer and anything that any set would hire me that's on. why your fucking sets <laughs> look fucking immaculate oh okay i see lp as a poc and female <laughs> there's there's never been more pressure on you to be amazing and to be the voice of a generation. No, I'm such a shitty voice. <laughs> and for just half Asians in general. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I never make that point. I'm like, um, I guess I assume I have a style that maybe I just can't see because I'm too close to it. Yeah. But I have noticed that I sometimes make the same film over and over <laughs> again. I think one of my films in film school is literally like the one I made like a couple years ago and I watched them side by side once and I was like, oh my fucking God, I just made the same movie well, twice. I, I, I feel like, like, do you ever feel like, well, no one saw that one. So definitely, I can do it again. I can definitely. cannibalize myself. I think I I did feel that way, and I did do it better. I was like, well, yeah. at least it's better. Um, I think one of my styles is I'm trying to figure out how to balance storytelling with sketch comedy and making because I feel that my points can be made through comedy and through sketches and like you know this is how I feel about what it's like to read the news in the morning and I think that's funny and I think people can relate and. Um, this one I kept just in its own world, whereas I've had other films where I try to have a story and then it, we dip into sketches as it's being prompted. Yeah. Um, because I like to make points of that. I like to make... Um, I just love sketch comedy, but I understand how... Uh, I don't know, like, short it is, and, like, I'd rather be in more long form, but I, I just can't help myself but be, like... Just focus for like four minutes, and like you'll understand my point of view on this, yeah. this silly thing. On on Moonlight Sonata, did you feel like the third act was necessary? Because you never know. Because mm -hmm. like because you're because you because as entertainers, as filmmakers, as storytellers, as we all are, like there's an obligation to an audience. Mm -hmm. um, I felt like the third act, not at all pandering, yeah. but it felt like. I, I wondered if you felt like it was necessary to show the resolution right. between each couple. Well, my attempt, or like what I was trying to do was show that if approached in a different tone, you would have never had the fight in the first place. Yeah. And I and That's cool, dude. Yeah. That's cool, because that makes it necessary. Right. And I think I just was really tired and forgot, <laughs> <laughs> forgot that they should say the exact same opening line, which is like, hey, what do you want to eat? I don't care. Like, that line. And just have them repeat it, but yeah. in a different tone. And I, at that point, I was just like, they were, first of all, they were so entertaining to watch that I just was watching really my are. actors. And so I was just like, when I went into the edit room, I was like, oh, I didn't do the thing that I was trying to do. But it's still really fun. But I think shortening it, maybe at the end, like, because I still want to touch up the edit, and my sure. editor really wants to as well. Um, and 
Yeah, there's just, there's, it could be a smaller point that's clearer. That's basically like, oh, instead of saying like, what do you want to eat? I don't care. And instead of just being like, what do you want to eat? It's like, oh, I don't really care. Like, what do you want to eat? Like, there's something in the tone that if you're in a long-term relationship or just a relationship in general and you're hungry, like, you're going to fight over it. Like, and it's going to, you're going to feel so stupid and starving by the time you're done yeah. fighting. This movie has helped my relationship so much. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly me being like, oh, wait, 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 we're having a moonlight, that's so not a big deal moment. I'm I'm taking this way out of proportion. Yeah, where you're like, yeah. you're just digging up weird yeah. shit to yeah. fight about. And then you realize, like, the whole thing was like, usually you're like, wait, oh, it pissed me off because of the way you said it. Like, why'd you say it that? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, I didn't realize I said it weird. And it's like, well, oh, okay. Yeah, Should yeah. we go get some pizza? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like we're talking about such a stupid thing. Yeah, I've the weird yeah. raw sensitivity of like nitpicking yeah. someone's yeah. cadence, and then like making sure I'm pointing out like very um, uh, common things that couples fight about, like moving, how stressed how stressed it can be to like move somewhere with somebody, um, uh, going to see an ex. You know, possibly like visiting an ex, and like, yeah. is your girlfriend or boyfriend cool with that? And like. In my perspective, I think you should be cool with it because, like, if they want to leave you, then, like, let them leave you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just like, well. Oh, no, yeah. That's, yeah. Actually, you know, yeah. Like, all of those fights feel very universal to uh, couples, to mm-hmm. people that are, yeah. How important it is. It, it, how important it is. Yeah, it is. It is important. Thank you for asking. How, <laughs> how, how important is it, is it to you guys? Because you guys are, are building, like, it's, it's, a, it's, it's always really cool to show up and hang out with you guys because I feel like you guys actually give a shit about each other's movies in a way that doesn't feel petty or competitive. How important is it to you guys to make sure that you guys are building a community for independent film? Between each other, I mean, it's so... It's a fucking leading question. Yeah, I mean, it's such a leading question. It's like, fuck these Fuck guys. community! I don't fucking like any of their shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh... I think the way we were in film school helped, and I think coming in and living together really helped. And honestly, it's so much easier to be. They live so, together. Yeah, roommates, roommates um, for like five like years. Like 40 of them. <laughs> yeah, so many years. But it's like, it's so much easier and less. Uh, uh, je- like, jealousy is such a disgusting feeling, and like, I prefer to be inspired by my friends than like petty and jealous. Like, Sure, you have a bad day, maybe, and you're just like, man, why are they so good at all this shit? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, what an easier way to just be like, wait, how do you do that? That you're so good at that. What is it? That yeah, because you you're do? inside. You yeah. get to you get to really like you're like you're like behind enemy lines, and you get to like kind of pick it apart mm-hmm. and figure out how they're doing it, and then and then they don't become enemies anymore. Yeah, and you're gonna learn so much more by being inspired by your friends than than feeling some type of competition. And really, even though we apply, Bianca and I both apply to the same competitions. Like we're tr- genuinely as excited yeah. that the other one comes and gets in. We can share Ubers. Yeah. <laughs> you guys go on trips yeah. together. We do. Really, like it's your vacations best. consist of you guys going to all the film festivals that your movies get selected in. And you guys just it's, fucking it's, live it up. We, we do. do. And we always watch the same channel at <laughs> the hotel, the sword. You guys don't you guys don't for, you guys forged for, in fire. You guys don't fight over like what channel to watch. You guys are just both like sword, sword fighting. Sword fighting. Yeah. Cool. What's it called? Forged in fire. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great, it's it's a great really show. Shout out. 
<laughs> Send us a check. Yeah. Oh, love that show. Love that show. Um, Ryan Johnson, Bianca Armbruster, LP Dohi. Thank you guys so much for coming in and making the time to talk with us a little bit about your fucking art. Uh, we really appreciate it, and we're so glad to show your shit at our fucking film showcase. All right, so that was Respectful Lust presents, Michael McCarthy presents, Where's Pablo, a podcast about film and music. Thank you so much. Guys, thanks so much for being here. Thanks Thank for you. fucking having us. Yeah, fuck yeah. you for having us. Yeah! <laughs> there we go. I'll see you guys on Wednesday, a couple, not on your birthday, but right. a couple fucking weeks from now. Chase you spin